Welcome to SST Talks. I'm going to be your host for this event that's going to take place each and every week with my brother, Head Shrinker Samu. Samu and I have traveled the roads for many years, and I am fortunate to be part of the Samoan family, uh, an honorary member of the Samoan family, after being with Sam, uh, Rikishi, Pops, Afa, Sika. I've been around the family a long time, and when uh, Sam and I decided that we were going to do this, it was just a, the perfect fit, and we're going to hope that uh, you're going to be able to hear and, and appreciate some of the road stories, some of the times in the ring, some of the times out of the ring, and we're going to find out the deep secrets that Head Shrinker Samu has. So sit back, relax, and get ready because each and every week we are going to give you something new and something interesting and fun. I'm Francis Garcella, and I'll be your host. I'm Sam Manawai current WWE WWF legend and former WWF tag team champion. This is my story, the ups and downs of trials and tribulations, the behind the scenes of my time in pro wrestling. This is Head Shrinker Samuel. Samoan SWAT Team Talks. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first ever, as far as I know, Samoan podcast. This is going to be a blast, and we are being joined with the guest of honor. This is your show, my friend, Head Shrinker Samu. Francis, how are you? How's everybody? Terrific. Great to have you. This is going to be a blast. As you see, we've talked off off the air there's so many podcasts out there but there's none from the actual Samoan SWAT team the head shrinkers I mean you've done it all in your career and we're going to get into all of that and that's what this podcast is going to be about we're going to talk about your life on the road we're going to talk about how you got started we're going to talk about the current state of wrestling but but before we get into all that let's get right into something that that has been made news all over the place is you have recently re-signed with world wrestling entertainment. So tell us about that and how that happened. Oh, uh, you know, just blessed again, you know, uh, lucky to be uh, able to, to get the chance to be on the legends contract. What is it? The nostalgia thing, but um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to the dolls and stuff coming out. My grandkids were already looking for them. So, I know I saw I saw the I saw the prototypes online already. So that's a much younger head shrinker Samu doll. Wait, hey, leave him alone. He looks good. <laughs> so with that being said, when you were contacted by them, was it and this has been uh, you have done work with WWE throughout the throughout your you know when you left. What year did you actually leave uh WWE? I finally left about 95. 90. 95 so you've been gone a long time and you've been out doing your thing and and you know running the running the wild Samoan training center here in pennsylvania but when they call you and they say you know hey we're uh we're interested in bringing you back for you that had to be like a full circle sure sure because we worked hard you know we busted our ass uh for our whole careers you know so it was any any recognition that comes along you know i'm humble i'm happy especially especially coming back in the in the midst of i guess wwe going through major changes uh obviously you 
uh, have more experience than, than most with uh, the, I guess now former CEO, Vince McMahon, who has recently retired. Were you uh, surprised to see that occur? Oh uh, yeah, very. And I'm surprised to, I'm, I can't wait to see what's going to happen, you know, how everything is going to flow now uh, that he's gone. Hopefully he still uh, has some input in there creatively. There's no mind, you know, like his, you know, that's a proven fact. Yeah. Tell us about that. Tell us about your dealings with him, especially as a young man going in your, I, your first match, wasn't your first like big match, like with Hulk Hogan and Andre the giant and like, yeah, I got lucky being in the right place at the right time. My uncle Sika was, and my dad were the tag team champions there. And my uncle Sika had broken his hip, and uh, they tried to replace uh, my dad, uh, my uncle. And uh, by doing so, my dad got the wind of it, and he was like, "No, I'm not tag teaming with anybody. That's my brother, uh, unless it's my son or Captain Luarbino." And uh, Captain was there; he was game for it. The captain's game for anything, but he was up there in age, and he couldn't really make more than one loop. So I happened to be up there visiting my, my uncle told me to get up there and it's a good time to go visit. <laughs> it was. So you went to, you went to Connecticut, you mean? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. so you did. Where... Speaker came down to Pensacola, got off the plane with a broke hip. And then he gave me the belt and told me to go take it back up there. And, <laughs> but I had no idea that I was going to wrestle it. So I couldn't even grow a mustache. I didn't see. I couldn't buy a six pack. <laughs> so where did you actually debut? Where was that? Hamburg? Oh Lord. No, I think it was on the road uh, against Jose Larissa Vera. But the big match, the big match that everybody remembers, is when when Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant and you and okay. Afa. Yeah, well, it was me against Bob Backlund, and my dad and Sika came down to the ring, and they were fucking with him, pulling his legs and shit. And, uh, you know, one too many times. Back and went in the back, came back, and that was the debut of Hulk Hogan and WrestleMania and uh, Hulkamania. And, and everything. Did you yeah. ever think at that point you were going to be uh, as far as you were and as going as far as you have been? Hell no. I was only 18, 18 years old. I was just, you know, eyes wide open, deer in the headlights. And can't believe, uh, you know, a kid like me was in position like that just to get the job i mean andre the giant was lucky for me andre was traveling i was in dallas texas working with world class that's where i first started and uh from there andre used to come in and wrestle you know debut and him flair come through sometimes too anyway andre went back told vince mcmahon senior he said yeah he's a big kid put him in there and so thanks to the big guy and, and then you love on that and then you make your debut and, and it's, and then from there, it just, everything's sort of rolled and you went through a bunch of different, I guess, gimmick changes throughout the, throughout your course of time. But I guess the big uh, SST Samoan SWAT team obviously was a big one when, so you leave there and go to WCW at that point. No, I lived there and I went uh, single competition up in Montreal, Canada, uh, working main event against Dino Bravo. Got the belt up there, stayed up there for a couple of years. Loved it up there, matter of fact. I wouldn't mind living up there. And then, you, and then you come back and you go to WCW. Yeah. Yeah. No, we went from there because uh, Fatu was with me up there. I got him up there to work babyface uh, as I was doing the heel gimmick. So it was kind of fun. 
But we knew leaving there, once we left there, then I was like, you know what, let's tag it up, go to Texas, and then we can make it happen. Rest and, was then, history. and then obviously the, the debut of the Head Shrinkers come to WWF at the time, and, and you guys won the belts. And we're going to get into all that. But yeah, but yeah. but what you're looking at in the background is what you see is is obviously uh, history. And, and the Samoan family has dominated pro wrestling before I was born, they've been dominating pro wrestling. And, and, and right now in 2022, the Samoans are dominating pro wrestling. You have the Usos, which are the tag team champions. And you have obviously Roman Reigns as the champion, your, your nephews. So, so as you sit back and as you watch this, what goes through your mind when you see this? I'm oh, just proud. You know, I'm proud of these kids. I know how it is to be up there, be busy out on the road, trying to take care of your family. Uh, I'm glad now you know, the money's a lot different and they're able to, uh, you know, really take care of their families. Uh, we have to struggle, hit the road, a lot of driving, a lot of, you know, just a lot of hard work, groundwork. Um, but but well, you, you paved the way. I mean, you guys paved the way. You... Uh, Fatu, Rikishi, uh, I mean, Afa, Sika, right. you guys, you guys paved Before the way. Us, a lot of, everybody paves the way, you know, so it's, it's, it's just a good thing. feels good to be able to see these kids still holding on to the fort, you know. And, and obviously you got to be very proud when you, when you turn on, on Monday nights or on Friday nights and you see, you know, Roman Reigns walk down the aisle and I mean, that's literally your nephew. So you got to sit back and say. You know all the hard work and busting your ass, uh, and and these kids grew up watching you. I mean, I was very fortunate to be around your family for a very long time. So I remember, you know, twenty years ago being down in Pensacola, Florida, when these when they were kids. So right. for so, so so for you, you know, you I'm sure you saw them jumping in a ring at an early age. Sure, but I also seen them get that education. You know, that's what it's about. Go get that education and learn that stuff first. You know. School, school. Sure. All right. Now, now let's, let's be honest. All right. Now you're talking about that. Now, when you were 18 years old and you were traveling the road and you were hitting it, I told you from the beginning that we weren't going to, this wasn't going to, this was going to be shoot all the way. So you're not going to sit and bullshit and say, Oh no, well, I'm saying this now because I know, you know, what I wish I was able to do or what it would have, would have helped me. Right. You got the education in the, in the bar room playing pool. <laughs> yeah, I got my education. Ask <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, so with that, I mean, obviously, times on the on the road have been uh, for you just uh, countless. Uh, you know, how many days a, a year were you working back in ninety three, ninety four? With that was like a schedule. It's like seventeen days on, three days off. It was brutal. And then one of those days takes you to get home. Then you relax and everything. The third day, you're packing up and getting ready to hit the road and get everything washed. So it was. It's hard. You know, it's hard on a family. Yeah, and you, you now, now again, we're gonna bounce around here. But you now, you're you're at various autograph signings and legend signings. And just this past weekend, I was fortunate enough to be down to see you uh, with a bunch of names that are on there. Current Booker T. Kevin Nash, uh, Rikishi. Yeah, I mean, you you get to see all these guys, you know, uh, on occasion. And and I remember you said something about that when they put these posters out, they show all like the 
the olden days and stuff like that. But you wanted to get like a renewed brand new one, which would be pretty cool to match up to the other ones. So I thought sure. that was, I thought that was kind of neat, but tell me about some of the people who'd you travel with. People want to know the the shit, man. They, they let's, who'd you travel with uh, during your run there? Oh, I did a lot of people. We all just took turns running around. I used to ride a lot with Skinner, you know, we'd run around and we'd do the doink thing. Shoot. One time we were, we were leaving the trying to get out of the building early so we'd get back to the hotel shower and go out before all the bars closed and shit. So we just ran out after the last match. He still got his clown shit on. And <laughs> I got, you know, I got the lava lava gimmick on and just trying to get to the hotel. We run out of gas right on the exit. The hotel's right there off of the exit. We just kind of push it like about 50 yards. So here I am in my lava lava with a clown and we're like <laughs> trying to push this damn car over there. Police stop? Huh? Did the police stop? Everybody stopped. <laughs> the circus was, they didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah, but a couple guys has come out. That was a good thing. So close to the hotel, the marks is always following me to the hotel. 15 people were there in a minute, you know, just pushing it up. Yeah, of course. I need to and, and, and again, you were there with, with some of the, uh, I know guys that have come to the training center when, uh, when your dad Afa had the training center in Allentown, uh, you guys were still in a major run with, with, uh, WWF at the time, but like Bam Bam Bigelow would stop in, uh, sure. the undertaker would stop in. I mean, yeah. So you still see those guys to this day. The ones that are here, yes, yeah, so that, that's a good thing about these conventions and these comic cons. We're able to, you know, kind of get back together and reminisce a little bit. Yeah, the sponsors, they're a little hot because instead of sitting at the table, we're all in the corner of high Talk. five. <laughs> going over finishes from 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Is there, do you ever have any heat with, with anybody? Oh, no, not really. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just tell, uh, you know, I just say it how it is. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they probably, not he with me, they probably don't like me too much. But I don't give a shit. <laughs> because you went out and did your thing from day one. I mean, I, I'll, which again, we're going to get into all of that and uh, people are going to love to hear the, the tales because I know that, that uh, you weren't present for the, for the tag team uh, titles when they were dropped. So, <laughs> so I know that that's a, that was a heated, <laughs> heated incident, but you did come back after that a couple years later with and again god rest their souls but big matt uh and and mm. if people don't know yokozuna was uh was a cousin so i'm obviously yeah. those guys were there when you were there and and more people who had paved the way but tell us about them well i'll tell you a little you know now uh we could go in there you didn't know the the head trickers were supposed to be me and yokozuna so Let's just say that that's we can get into that. We are because I heard I heard actually from uh, Jim Cornette had brought that up because Jim Cornette was his uh he talks very highly of, of Yoko so he did say that that was a you know and I'm sure you know Jim Cornette very well. You said he talked highly of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love Jim. He'll tell you. He'll tell you what he feels. But you so you guys were supposed to be the original head shrinkers and it. Uh, and it yeah, he ended up having an infection in his leg from Mexico. He was over there and he got cut his leg and it got infected and he couldn't, he couldn't wrestle. But Fatu was there, uh, luckily, and we, which was easy because we still had that SST package. We were teaming together already. So you years. fell right into place. 
fell right into play. Yeah, we knew. We told him just give us a chance. We don't, you know. But you guys, you guys can't can't even do it anymore. Vince was like, okay, forget it, just cancel it. And we're like, well, we have Fatu here, give us a chance. If we don't, if it doesn't work, we'll leave. If it does, then we'll be back in here to talk. (laughs) So that was a good thing. A lot of two things. A lot of guys they don't like because they all sit up there to wait for Vince. They all sit outside of his office waiting their turn to get a chance to come in and see him. But we just walk right in pretty much and go right in there and let him know, you know, what we were thinking. And that's how my dad did business. So we was right there with him. And well, your dad worked with Vince Sr. too, right? Sure, yes. Yeah. So yeah. was it – how is that? I mean, everybody talks about that, and obviously the, the god of pro wrestling is Vince McMahon. There's no doubt about it. But – for people that don't know, how is that when you get either summoned up there or you go up there? No summon. I was just, with the, I was there. And there's a lot of things that, you know, happen if you're there at the right time. At the right One time, my dad's mad at me. We're sitting at the hotel and I had already tagged a couple of matches with him. And uh, he was, he was mad. He was like, you just stay. Don't even come to the show tonight. You're, work, you're not even working on the card anyway. So just, just stay back. I was like, well, I'm going to go over there. He said, well, they're not going to let you in. I said, yes, they will. <laughs> now he's getting madder and madder. He's getting heated. So I just put the lava lava on, shake my damn hair out, went to the back door of Madison Square Garden, and uh, it let me right in. <laughs> I walked, knocked on the dressing room door, opened the door. I see my dad in there, and my dad gave me that look. I was like, so I just closed the door and stayed in the hallway. <laughs> But the good thing about it was they were having this battle royal in there. Antonio Noki, all of these guys was in there. Big, big name. I can't even remember. But anyway, anyway, I'm standing there, just my lava lava on. Nothing underneath. Nothing underneath at all. And Vince Jr., he says, you want to go in there? And I was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> he said, well, go ahead. I said, boom, right through the down curtain. Howard Finkel picked right up on it as soon as I went through. I was like, oh, shit. Hope this lava lava don't fall off. (laughs) (laughs) Where'd you finish in the Battle Royal? And did you hold on when you got thrown out? Uh, No. Uh, When I got out, see, uh, Noki was going over. So I accidentally poked his ass in the eye uh, real good. I thought I could have eye out, but it scratched his eye pretty good, too. He was... Not getting, I don't even know if he spoke English or what. I knew he's going over. I was a duck, you know, when I come flying at him cross body, he ducked and I landed all the way out on the floor. You can do the shit like that when you're young. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, Speak. Uh, Go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying. And then after that, I was booked in uh, Japan every two months because of Nokia on New Japan for wrestling. So a lot of good things came out of that. Well, yeah, you've been all over all over the country. And you also did a bunch of, afterwards, you did a bunch of stuff for the troops. Cross oh, seas, yeah. all over the place. Which, again, we'll get into all that's of that. That's, we'll get into fun. all that. I kind of wanted to tease. Well, what happened after 911 kind of pissed us off and we started pursuing more things to do to try to help do our part anyway, you know. Everybody was getting patriotic at that time. And you did. You brought over guys like Honky Tonk Man. I remember going. I mean, you, you got a lot of the guys that, that came. You yeah. Know? So what makes it interesting to me is, and, and I'm sure everybody, they're going to want to hear, because you've also 
you've done all these things and we're going to get into all of the, the, the fun behind the curtain stuff that nobody knows about the people you like, the people you don't like, we're going to have an episode just on that. So, and, and again, people are going to, they're going to listen to you. They're going to want to hear what you have to say. And you also battled a serious health condition that, that uh, was a big deal. And how do you feel from that? I feel great now. I mean, a little, how are you supposed to say it? I mean, I'm older now, so you got to take everything into consideration. But as far as my liver, I'm, it's, everything's good. The numbers are good. The doctors are happy. I'm happy. I'm making memories. And uh, Do you and, miss the ring? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just sometimes, you know, you watch it and you say, damn, man, if I could just go over there and show them a few things. And, but we still, you know, got our schools and my brother's got his school up battlefield up there in effort and i'm doing a little bit of work That's with bbw down here in new jersey so, uh, well yeah because i remember years ago everybody everybody wanted to send you the tape to watch you were the guy to watch the tape so obviously because you you were just a hell of a worker and there's uh, there's nobody out there that's going to say differently and this this everybody it seems that when everybody talks about like who the toughest guy in wrestling was all the time. They always mention a Samoan, whether it be Haku. Haku. Yeah. Is that Haku, the that's his that should be his gimmick? <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's one of them, but they never mess with Samoans. They always say it's like that's that's the mafia of pro wrestling, is the Samoans. Nah, I don't know why they would that. <laughs> They never mess with Samoans. It's always, it's always, they were. We get along with most people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fortunately for me, you do. Yes, I know. But uh, your son now is, is, is still doing his thing and he's out there. And, and one thing I always said, I give you credit on is you always, you know, you were, you were, you're different, man. I got to say you're different because I've been around your family a long time and, and you are, you are totally different because you make people earn all the way around the boards. And, and, and I, I mean, I'll get into just the fact that how I met you was not a very pleasant one, but, but you just make people earn their, earn it all the way around the boards. And you kind of did that with Lance, uh, your son. So tell us how proud you are of him and what he's doing. I'm very proud of him. Uh, he's Got a lot of accomplishments. He's now he's signed with uh, MLW at the Core Bauer and then uh, he's with the Simone SWAT team. So and they, they're doing some feuding with Devon Eric. So we kind of like watching, you know, remakes of that stuff. Yeah. Do you watch a lot of wrestling now? Not, not as much as I should. Not as much as I should. But I try to stay busy, you know. And wrestling's on all the time. So I, I mean, I've got the attitude, I'll catch you later. I'll see you later. I've got the internet now. So, yeah, I, I still catch all the good stuff pretty much. Yeah, it's a big difference, though, from then to now as far as, like, if you had the opportunities that, that people have now, then it was a, it's a whole different oh, world. Yes. Yeah. I mean, just to be seen now, you can put a video up and it can go viral within minutes. Uh-huh. Is that something that's just completely different? Oh, yeah. I wish we had some stuff like that. But then again... You do some things that you know we <laughs> don't need out there instantly shown or broadcast around the world. Yeah. Like yeah. They had cell phones back in our days. Some of these stories we're going to tell. You know, you don't do want to. Yeah, you don't. You don't want to tell. <laughs> 
Well, with that being said, this is going to be a blast. And we're going to, like I said, we're going to get into a whole bunch of stuff and we're going to have conversations. And not only are we going to talk to you about pro wrestling, but we're going to get head shrinker Sam move the uh, opinion of the world. We're going to talk politics. We're going to talk food. We're going to, we're going to talk about it all. And uh, what, what would you say to, to all these podcasts that are out there right now? Because obviously I, I've been sending you a bunch of them to go through. We, we, I sent you uh, click this with Kevin Nash doing a good job. Cornette's doing a good job. There's a lot of them out there that are good, doing a good job, but what would be your, what, what are your take on this? Cause I know you're not a, you don't like to get on there and, and, and do all these kind of things, but. Yeah. You know, I'm the guy that when they say, do you mind doing this promo? I'm like, no, nah, I don't, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and so, now here, and now here you are for going to be 52 weeks. That's it. That's all. We'll make it work. You know, something new, but we'll, uh, we'll give the fans something to hear. But it's ex- it's exciting because people get to hear from you. And again, you have them. You were never the guy to go out there and talk. You were certainly never the guy to go out there and kiss anybody's ass. That's number one. I can tell you that. So, so you're gonna have a lot of stories to tell. <laughs> you know the old story, the old saying that beware the toes you step on today might be connected to the ass you kiss later, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm telling you, I can't wait. People are gonna love it, and especially the boys. They're gonna they're gonna love to sit back and listen when I do the top ten and thumbs up or thumbs down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna have a blast, and uh, we'll be back. We'll see you next week. Head shrinker Samu World. He's back, and he's back in a big way. All right. Let's do this. Be good, y'all. Samoan SWAT Team Talks is a Harv production. <laughs> To stay up to date on all things SST, follow the show on Instagram at sst.talks and Facebook at Samoan SWAT Team Talks.